0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the best time you ever had in your life. Highlight of civilization, probably the, well, I mean, just the most special moment ever in the history of the universe. And if you'd like to take it up to levels that are even better than that, even better. Now, wait, you may have seen the whiteboard behind me. Yes, it's a whiteboard today, not a white supremacy board, just the color white, uh, but if you'd like to take that experience up, all you need is a cup or a mug or a glass of tanker, chalice, stein, a canteen, joker or flask, a vessel of any kind. Fill it with your favorite liquid I like, coffee. And join me now for the unparalleled pleasure, the dopamine hit of the day, the thing that makes everything better. It's called the Simultaneous Sip, and it happens now. Go. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, you might know that uh, Carrie Lake was not successful in her legal challenge, and the latest is that the judge um, ruled that there was no special problem with her claim that 274,000 signatures were checked in two seconds, and then another 70,000 in one second. However, I'm going to demonstrate that that's very feasible. I'm going to do that on the whiteboard later. Do you think I can do it? Do you think it's a trick? Or do you think I can do 274? Well, I can't do them all here, but I can prove it can be done. I'll prove it can be done. Does anybody think I can do it? Oh, I'm going to surprise you. Prepare to be (laughs) red-pilled. You're going to get a little more red-pilled than you were before. But well, we'll get to that. Um, first story is about Bud Light. I guess they're going to, they've offered to buy buybacks any of their beer that is unsold on the shelves so the retailers don't get bitten too hard. But apparently what they've done is they took their Bud Light can that uh, at least one special promotional can had uh, uh, the trans activist on it, and they got a lot of pushback, so They've decided to make their can the, quote, Folds of Honor. Uh, Oh, no, they've got a program for that, for families of fallen and disabled American military members and responders. Uh, So it's a line of camouflage aluminum bottles. (laughs) Do you call an aluminum thing a bottle? I thought if it's aluminum, you call it a can. Do you call it an aluminum bottle? maybe. Um, So here's my take. So they came up with this wonderful idea, or at least an outside um, firm did, to promote Dylan Mulvaney, and then there was a bunch of pushback. So then they fired or put some people on leave, and now they've come up with a better marketing idea. So now they're going to wrap their product around uh, disabled and fallen American military service people. Um, I would like to give some marketing advice to the Anheuser-Busch company. Now, this may be something that they missed in their, all their marketing uh, studies. Generally speaking what you like to do is associate your product with something that your customers like. So for example, in the old days when the customers were mostly men, they would associate their beer with uh, attractive women because, I don't know if I need to connect the dots, but there are a lot of men, there are a lot of them, who like attractive women. And then they say, oh, beer, attractive women, and some of the some of the good feelings that they have about one gets on to the other. It's the same reason that famous uh, sports stars sell products. Oh, I like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan has sneakers. Oh, I kind of like the sneakers because I like Michael Jordan. So that's, that's typically how marketing works. So if you do it wrong and you say, well, most of my customers have some, let's say, suboptimal feelings about the trans community, So I'll associate my product with that. Now, of course, Anheuser-Busch wasn't really trying to do that. It was really one bottle for one one activist. Uh, But it got blown up into a bigger thing than it really was. And so they quickly said, oh, 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 I get it now. If you associate your product with something that your customers are uncomfortable with, they will buy fewer units of that product. So thankfully they fixed all that. And they've figured out a way to associate their product with something that everybody likes. Because everybody likes wounded, disabled, and dead service people, right? Wait. Wait. Did they do it again? They did it again, did they? They just found a way to associate their product with the only thing I don't want to think about all day long. I don't want to spend any moments thinking about dead Americans. They've actually associated it with death. And, and I'm, going to be, I'm going to be careful how I say this, but it's not exactly victory. I'm going to say it in the most respectful way I can. The people who get killed in battle... Um, they may be fighting for the winning side at the end, but they individually got a bad outcome, right? I'm not going to say winners or losers. That would be inappropriate. But it's a bad outcome. What, what is sadder or worse than dying or being disabled in a war? I mean, it's, it's right up there with the worst things that could happen. But am I wrong? Now, uh, obviously, there's strategy, was to make it impossible for Fox News to mock them. You you see what they did, right? If you watch Fox News, a lot of their commercials are about uh, disabled or uh, mostly disabled veterans. So you know that Fox News is 100%, to their credit, they're very much uh, um, pro-veterans. So that's one of their strongest points. So so Anheuser-Busch, looking for a little comfort, wraps himself around the one topic the Fox News can't mock them for supportive of wounded veterans except i got a feeling that associating you know war deaths with the news makes a little bit more sense cuz the news itself is about you know tense things than to to associate your feel good happy product let's party with you know death and disability so to me, it looks like. Um, by the way, um, I should warn you that I've got a low battery warning on my YouTube device. If the YouTube feed cuts out and it stays out for more than, say, five seconds, um, the only other place you're going to be able to watch it is uh, no place actually, because <laughs> I've already I've already closed down locals. That's private. So if it goes off. For more than five seconds, there's nothing I could do. It means the power went off. All right. It's plugged in, but uh, I'm not not sure it charges as fast as it uses the charge. It's plugged in. It's it's plugged in. I I like the fact that you thought that that was a good suggestion. Hey, your device is running out of power. What to do? What to do? Uh, I wonder if you thought of this. Have you thought of plugging it in? Now, what I love about that suggestion is that you thought there was some reasonable possibility that I had not considered that option. I like that about you. You have a low opinion of me, and I think that's appropriate. (laughs) I've been spending years trying to cultivate a low opinion of myself, and I think that you've caught on, so good for you. All right, um, Here's my uh, hypothesis. Well, I wouldn't call it that. Um, for those of you who happen to be white people, are you getting tired of being called white supremacists? Is it starting to feel like it's not just you know somebody got it wrong or it's just not normal politics? It's now the N-word, isn't it? Uh, White supremacy is basically the N-word for white people. And I think it's time that we start treating it like that. Now, I'm against all forms of violence, no violence. So this is just an expression of how I feel, but not a recommendation. I think that if I heard a story about a... Well, let, let let me back up a little bit. Let's say you were on a jury trial... And the problem was that somebody punched another person because the person who got punched was using the N-word in the worst way. And let's say a black American punched him in the face and then got arrested. And I, I'm, on, I'm on the jury, and the defense is, hey, he kept using the N-word, those are fighting words, and I just punched him in the face. If you were on the jury, would you have a little bit of sympathy for the the puncher? I feel like I would. (laughs) I I feel like I'd have a a tough time finding in favor of the one who got punched. Because that person was causing trouble, right? The person who causes the trouble and then the trouble comes to them, I don't know, I I don't feel... No, I get that the law is very clear the person who does the punching would be guilty of the crime. I get that, right? And my job as a jurist... My job would be to you know, follow the law, not, not make it up on my own. But I'm just telling you, if I sat in, if I sat in the jury, my sympathy would be with the puncher. Anybody, does anybody disagree? That's where my sympathy would be. I would say, yeah, that was somebody who absolutely needed to get punched in the face. <laughs> you, you have my blessing. Right? Now, I don't see a lot of agreement here, but I'll just go on with my point. Uh, No, from a legal perspective, we all agree, right? There's no disagreement from a legal perspective. And if you're against violence, there's no disagreement that you should not have any. I'm just saying how I would feel. I would just feel some sympathy for the person who essentially was the victim of the original attack and then just fought back a little bit too hard. So now reverse it. Reverse it. Somebody calls you a white supremacist and you punch him in the face. Same thing. My sympathy is with the puncher in both cases. It's not even racial. It's just, if somebody starts a fight with you, with words, and you punch him in the face, it's got to be illegal. You know, I don't want to live in a world where that's legal. But my sympathy is with the puncher. And I think it's time that we... Uh, are a little bit more honest about it. If the N word is out of bounds, and I think it should be, I'm, I'm completely on board with. There are some words that are just fighting words, and I think white supremacy some supremacist has now achieved that status. It didn't used to be. It Used to be, you know, you're talking about some outliers, and you know, white people would talk about those white supremacists the same way. But once, you're, once you start saying that, oh, it's systemic racism and just being white makes you a white supremacist or a white supremacist supporter, that's uh, too far. That's too far. And if somebody punches you in the face for using those terms, uh, I support the puncher. But I don't support violence. I just have some, some sympathy for them. All right. Um, here's the funniest story. Uh, Japan's, I guess it's the biggest nuclear plant in the world, in Japan, and they were getting ready to reopen, but uh, things got delayed because one of the employees had a, uh, a bunch of documents that are some, somehow highly uh, secretive and important, and he put them on top of his car before he got in his car to drive away, and all the secret documents blew off the top of his car, and there were a lot of them and they were being, like, picked up by people. (laughs) And they're they're trying desperately to get the documents back. And for some reason, and the story was a little unclear about this, for some reason, that's delaying the opening of the plant. Now, I, of course, go immediately to the Dilbert filter on this, and I'm wondering about how the meetings went. So, so Bob... uh, Got a little problem. Uh, We were really hoping to open the biggest nuclear power plant in the entire world. But uh, you put those documents on your roof. And that was bad. First of all, you shouldn't have had those documents. Second of all, don't put them on the roof and try to drive. Do not do that. I feel like that's going to come up in that employee's performance review. Am I right? Now, I would like to give you one of the best pieces of advice that I've ever given in my life. And I'm going to say it three times the same way, because once is not enough. The top of your car is not for temporary storage of any item. The top of your car is not for temporary storage of any items. The top of your car is not for temporary storage of any items. There. I hope that helps you. Because you've all had that experience, right? You've got something in your hand, or maybe both hands, and you got to open the door. You put your cup of coffee on top of the car. Never, don't ever, not in any circumstance, ever, ever, put anything on top of your car because you're going to forget it. <laughs> Don't put your keys up there, your wallet, your coffee, or your sensitive nuclear energy documents. If I can teach you that one thing. Now, I, I have a similar rule for uh, phones and wallets. I'm going to share those. Your wallet, if you're a guy do you have a wallet, uh, do young people have wallets? I don't even know if young people have wallets. Is that a thing anymore? Or is that just like a boomer thing now? Some do, some do. All All right. But if you if you take your wallet out of your pants, you should have a rule that there's one or possibly only two places you could put it down. That's the rule. So my wallet can either be in my pocket, and it can only be in one pocket ever, Never in any other pocket, and never. In, my wallet will never be in a separate place, such as you know, in a in a bag or something. So the wallet can only be in your back right pocket. And when I take it out, there's one and only one place I can put it, which is on my you know dresser in my closet. It's the only place it can be, right? Now there are there. Sometimes there's some reason to take it out, so I have one other place I'll put it. But if I'm looking for my wallet, it's either in the pants that I took off, it's on my dresser, or it's in that one other place I allow myself to put it. That's it. Now, here's my rule with my phone. You ready for a phone rule? If you put your phone down on any item, you cannot put it down upside down, because that could make it invisible, depending on the color of your case. It'll make your phone invisible compared to being up screen up. And you can never put it in an obscure place. In other words, uh, if I'm in my closet, sometimes I'll have all these closet shelves, and sometimes I'll absentmindedly put my uh, phone on just a closet shelf, because I'm not thinking. I will never find that phone. (laughs) I'll never find it. So I can only put my phone on... Uh, large, uncluttered surfaces face up. Do you know how much time that's uh, saved me? Over the course of my life, the number of times that that has helped me, it's like, okay, it only can be in one place, a large surface with no clutter. And I'll look and there'll be, there it is. It's on a large surface with no clutter. Yeah, calling yourself that works sometimes. All right, well, that was it diversion you didn't need. There's a new form of AI that's going to work on the dark web. So they trained it on the dark web so it would be more optimized for that. But that's not the story. Uh, Although that's a big enough story that the dark web will have an AI component to it. Uh, But here's the name they gave to the AI that only works on the dark web. Darkbert. B-E-R-T at the end. Darkbert. Now, the question I ask is, were they working on this before I got disgraced? <laughs> because it's not an accident that it sounds like Dilbert, right? Do you think that's that's not a coincidence, is it? Uh, it looks like they have that in their mind. They just called it Dark Burt. Maybe, I don't know. Hard to know, but there it is. Um, DeSantis continues to do things that are um, making conservatives happy. So he's ending uh, pronouns in Florida schools. So no more pronouns. Now, I didn't look at the details, but I believe that means you just have to call everybody, hey, you. Hey. No more pronouns. But probably if I read deeper into the story, it would be that you can still do, you know, he, him. They probably just limited it to the, the two forms. Um, Which would be a better idea than than just, hey, you. Okay, you as a... Well, all right. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Do you think that's going to hold? Who knows? I think that's just a politically popular thing. But I like the fact that it's not... um, that they're not making it automatic. Now, I understand there are a few countries that made... Uh, all the trans stuff illegal. Is it Norway and Sweden? You just you can't do any uh, trans surgery on minors. No, no kind of medical procedures until they're adults. So there's definitely a lot of pushback on the he/him gender fluidity stuff happening like crazy. Um, and uh, related to that story, and you already knew this, but it's worth mentioning again. Um, you all saw how, how nice Trump was to Tim Scott entering the race. Did, did he notice how uncharacteristic it was? He is signaling so hard. <laughs> I, I mean, Trump is, is sending the clearest possible signal <clears throat> that Tim Scott is at least on the short list. It's like he's testing it out. He's at least on the short list. And in my opinion, he would be a brilliant choice. I think he wins on every dimension. Don't you? Because he would be an unusually strong vice president, but not as charismatic as Trump, so that's a good fit. Uh, He's a senator, so vice president should bring some government experience. You know, you don't want an unknown for vice president. So he, perfect experience. Um, it could be maybe preparing him to run for the presidency someday if he was if he were vice president. Another positive. Um, but more importantly, um, Tim Scott is a big, you know, self uh, responsibility guy. So it's exactly the message that counters the white supremacy, systemic racism stuff. So he's the perfect message, the perfect messenger. He's prepared his whole life by doing all the right stuff. And I like it when people who do all the right stuff get rewarded. Don't you? If somebody does everything right and then things work out for them, that's just what you want to see. And Tim Scott is one of those. He's basically one of those people who said, there's no discrimination if you just do everything right. And it's not that hard because everybody will tell you what's right. It's obvious what's right, you know. Stay out of jail, pretty basic stuff. Yeah. He's a bachelor, which I see a number of you mentioning, which of course will raise questions, but it's not going to be a problem on the left, right? So the people on the left may or may not say, oh, that's suspicious that he's a bachelor, and you know what kind of questions they'd ask. But on the left, that would just be another positive. So it, it kind of works in every possible way. People on the right are more like, why do we care? Am I right? I, I think the conservative view is, so. How, how does that affect me? It doesn't. Therefore, he's fine. There, there's nothing else to say. Well, once you've answered the question, how does it affect me, if the answer is it doesn't, we're done with that. Moving on. We're done with that, moving on. So he's perfect. Yeah, he's perfect. And uh, Trump obviously sees it because he's going going so gently on... I mean, not even gently, he's just complimenting. He said, quote, good luck to Senator Tim Scott in entering the Republican primary. Uh, he said, it is rapidly loading up with lots of people, and Tim is a big step up from Ron DeSantimonious, who is totally unelectable. And then he said he worked together with Tim Scott and got some stuff passed. Yeah. <laughs> now, here's the interesting part. Do you think the Democrats want to run against De- uh, uh, DeSantis, or do the Democrats want to run against Trump? They want to run against Trump, right? Don't they? So you should see both the left and, and all of the Trump people going after DeSantis, <laughs> DeSantis has a real problem because all of the left and at the moment all of the Trump people are against him. That's a lot of people. All of the Trump people and all of the left? Man, that's a lot. Now, Trump beat those odds once. Let's see if he can do it again. Uh, But it is looking pretty tough for uh, DeSantis. Yeah. So, uh, you may have seen the news that Kerry uh, Lake had a claim that the signature comparisons were not done uh, at all, or at least not done in any capable way, because the claim was that 274,000 signatures were compared in less than two seconds, and 70,000 were compared in less than a second. So, therefore, it would be impossible that it, they really did signature checks but I am going to demonstrate to you that you can do two hundred and seventy four thousand signature comparisons in two seconds are you ready do you think I could do it I'm gonna I'm gonna do it right in front of you I'm gonna do it right